today the Nira Aurora marriage advice and what it has to do with Celine Dion plus it's being called the ultimate lower mainland flex and Nira is actually doing it wow to get it going guess what they don't have in Ireland this is mind-blowing I don't even take a listen Holly and Nira are you ready to have your mind blown I could not believe this when I heard it Mind-blowing. Guess what they don't have in Ireland? Lucky Charms. That's me, Lucky Charms. Part of this complete breakfast. Thanks, Lucky. Roasted Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Darren, is that you? That is not me. No, that's my cousin. (laughs) That's his dad. That's Darren's dad. Is Lucky, the Lucky Charms guy. Darren and I were talking the day. I don't even know how it came up. But I could not believe it doesn't make sense to me that there are not lucky charms in Ireland. Yeah. We, we if you don't know, we imported uh, Darren from Ireland. He's our producer on the show. Yeah. And uh, you've, you've been with us over a year. That's right, yes. And he, we, he's straight out of Mayo. That's in Ireland. Straight uh-huh. out of Mayo? That's where he's from, Nira. Oh, like that's the city? That's, yes, it's kind of town. the city, the county, yeah. It sounds like straight out of mayonnaise, but okay. I know. Okay, cool. Okay, that's also offensive. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so but now we find out that you do not have Lucky Charms in Ireland. No, you could not get them anywhere. First time I tried them was over here, just like a week into in, moving here. In your adult life? No, no, never had them. I mean, they're not on the shelves. No, you so. just had them for the first time in your adult life? He yeah, said within a week here. of living in Canada, he was like, okay, I'm in Canada. Now I can try Lucky Charms. Yeah. He's Irish. I, I What? Did you know that there was an Irish cereal? I had heard about Lucky Charms. Good I didn't question. know they were particularly Irish. I just thought they were some kind of breakfast cereal that happened to be called Lucky Charms. But but they have a leprechaun. <laughs> I didn't know that. Named Lucky. And and the whole thing is they the kids are there it's awful actually. They bully Lucky and they steal his his cereal and he's like, "Okay, I just want to be your friend." Like it's it's actually very <laughs> twisted. The Lucky okay. Charms. Those are the old school commercials. Yes. The new school commercials are not like that about Lucky Charms. Times have changed. But remember the yes. ones from the 90s? He's like, it's my birthday and I'm all alone. And they're like, we've got your cereal. Like, it was actually <laughs> horrible oh well, looking back. I think because there was this, like, really interesting stigma attached to leprechauns. Yeah. And how, like, they did, like, they had a little root of evil that went along with them. They played tricks and stuff on you. Right. So now the the whole, like, irony of the commercial was now the kids are playing tricks on him. Oh. I think, I think. I never I am, caught that. I'm not saying the commercial was okay. I did not like this commercial <laughs> either. Okay. We do not but, condone Lucky Charms. Yeah, and then do you remember the movie The Leprechaun came out? Remember Jennifer Aniston was in it? No. Never watched it, no. What? The horror movie? They didn't have that in Ireland either. (laughs) You did not have the horror movie The Leprechaun in Ireland. We probably did, but I don't think it was a movie that anybody watched. Okay, Leprechauns, what kind of uh, rep do they have in your homeland? In Ireland. Well, I mean, I hate to break this to you, but they don't exist, first of all. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Are you sure? You didn't yeah. know about Lucky Charms until yeah. a year ago. And I are know. you sure you're like OG Irish blood here? 
I I think so. I mean, but I, I I've never I was living in Ireland a long time and I never got to see a maybe, leprechaun. Maybe it's part of his code that he's like has to keep it a secret. Right. That's like Irish code. They don't they don't divulge leprechaun. Oh, never Otherwise, know. passports yeah, yeah. get taken yeah, away. Yeah. Or maybe Nira, yeah. he is one. Ooh. Oh, oh, so that's, that's uh, why <laughs> things have been so off since he's been that's here. Part of the leprechaun. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What kind of intoxicating? Would you want to be? Hmm. These are the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> okay. I brought something up on the show yesterday. And it was something that Karamo said. You know Karamo from Queer Eye. Love. Right? It was something I said on our show yesterday that I then wanted to analyze because I was like, huh? What? Wait, you're analyzing yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> analyzing myself. This is just a little snippet of what I said yesterday. He's just, there's a way that he talks, and I just find him so intoxicating. Mm-hmm. In an educational way. Yeah. I find him intoxicating. We were talking about Karamo. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm trying to remember. It's all a blur. Yeah. Okay, we're yes. We talked about Karamo. Yeah. And then I said I find him intoxicating. But then I wanted to clarify what kind of intoxicating. Right. And that in itself... Made me go, oh, what kind of intoxicating do I want to be? Let's be real. You said this and you got all hot and heavy. In an educational way. Oh my yeah. God, you love education. I do. I love education. I love learning from people. Nearest dream is to be a professor at SFU. Yes. <laughs> I'll say it like it's a bad thing. Yes. As, listen, on secret goal, yes. she wants to be a professor at SFU. Yeah. You love education. Yes. You get turned on by people that are really smart. <laughs> I do. We looked it up. There's a word for it. And like, I like, I like people who are really smart, not people who just like... Sh- like spiel out like just spiel things at me to look smart yeah that's me no that's not you either yes it is (laughs) I don't actually know anything I just learn a fact (laughs) from Instagram or TikTok and then I say it I'm like see and then everyone for some reason that's pretty smart and this is so with Karama I wanted he's intoxicating obviously I wanted to clarify he's educationally intoxicating for me he's so good looking he is but also you know he's from Queer Eye he does does, does not not into us he would not be into us so I don't find him sexually intoxicating Mm. I don't find him sensually intoxicating I find him mentally intoxicating Mm. and then I thought good one what kind of intoxicating would you want to be to someone? What, what kind you, would you want to be? I don't know. Yes, I, you do. No, I don't because I, there's a couple. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but a couple of things got said to me the last recent years, and I told you, and you were like, "What?" Okay, say them again. Remember, I was at a party, like a mom's party last year, mm-hmm. and I organized it. It was like all Vegas themed, and oh you know, God. we all pretend because COVID, we all pretend we're going to. Ve- Anyways, they're like, "We can't go to Vegas. We're bringing Vegas to us." <laughs> yes, that's what we did. And a couple of moms told me I was sensually intoxicating. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you laughing? So what is that? Like, were you touching them at the time? No, I didn't touch anybody. Was there any physical touch? No. Because I'll tell you right now, you, no. you're always warm. And my hands are very, very soft. Yes. She's soft and warm. Yes. But no, I did not touch Your anybody. Your body's like a magic bag. <laughs> <laughs> Compliments. Okay. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. What you think you own, but you know you don't actually own it. Part two. What you think <laughs> you own, but you know yeah. you actually don't own it. 
part two, Nira. Yes, part two. We talked about this yesterday. You brought up the parking spots here on Robson Street outside of our building where we work a Virgin Radio right above Victoria's Secret, Robson and Burrard. So we park on the street every morning. We park on opposite sides of the street, thank goodness. And you have three parking spots that you know are yours. And I have three parking spots that I know are mine. And someone's been parking in my spot, and mm-hmm. I'm like, go away. These are my spots. Yes, we have three spots each that we think we own, even though we know we don't own we them because I Googled it, and they are the property of Vancouver, city of Vancouver, whatever. We understand, but still. But still, we expect them to be open for us because we're here at a god-awful hour. Then I was thinking yesterday, I actually own something else. Well, I think I do. To me, I own this, but I don't actually own it. And I'm talking about the entire North Shore. <laughs> it's brutal. Okay. I, I thought I was nutty because of my three parking spots here uh, at uh, Robson and Burrard. But you would like to bring up the entire North Shore. North Van, West Van. I own it all okay. in my head. Interesting. Like even when you're like, we're going skiing at Cyprus. I'm like, that's my mountain. Oh, yes. This Yes, I, uh, I because of my children, I've started like getting into skiing again. I used to board, and now I've just started skiing. And uh, the last few years, the last three years, I would say to Holly, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to Grouse Mountain, and I'm gonna go up skiing, and uh, take the kids for some lessons, uh, or we're gonna go, yeah, to Cyprus, and we're gonna, you know, check out the local mountain." And you, you start like you start mm-hmm. your eye starts twitching. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, you know, on Highway 1, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes, now you own the highway. I know. I own the entire highway system through North Van, Northwest Van. I own it all in my head because I grew up in North Van. Yes. Born at Lionsgate, raised on the North Shore, live there still. I just feel like it's my territory. Remember when you were like, oh, and then we stopped at Whole Foods or Park Royal? I'm like, that's my Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. I don't know. It's weird. I oh. really, truly feel like I own the North Shore. Okay, yeah. And I think <laughs> I think I even went to the Aritzia Park Royal and it blew your mind. You were like, excuse you? It was so weird. I know. So you, I don't feel that way when you come into South Surrey. Really? But maybe, wait, wait, wait. But, mm, okay, fine. I do get territorial when you talk about the island. Like, because Beyond. I, yeah, so I... I, I lived my entire life on the island till uh-huh. I moved here to go to SFU, right? Uh-huh. And when you now are like, uh, and the ferry and the Tofino, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's all I grew up with, right? Don't be talking how gorgeous Tofino is to me. I'm like, do you know where Comox Valley is? She's I'm like, like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> like, are you, like, yes, I'm from Nanaimo. Okay. I grew up, I grew up there. I know the island and island girls, seriously, we are the best. Wow. We are. Okay, so you own Vancouver Island. Fine. And I own the North Shore. Fine. <laughs> Good trade-off. I'm still going skiing. Not on my mountains. <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. Who's considered the most beautiful celebrity in the world according to science? That's today's top biz story. I changed the word to celebrity because before they were trying to say the most beautiful person in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you can't say that because you haven't seen every single person's face. Good, Nira. So this is according to the celebrities' faces that we know. And yes, of course, 
everyone is beautiful in their own way. But this is just a study that comes out every couple of years because these doctors, these scientists, they use that old Greek formula that's commonly referred to as the golden ratio of beauty. Mm. The golden ratio of beauty is all about dimensions. It's all about measurements. Okay, like your eyebrow measurements and your like the dimensions of your eyes to your nose, the nose to the lips, to the chin, things like that. Isn't it like symmetry too? Like if you have like a balanced face or something? They look at a lot. Again, it's all about the measurements, right? Mm. So because of measurements, they have determined that Jodie Comer from Killing Eve is the most beautiful woman in the world. I have to kill. Hmm, imagine waking up to that news. Oh my gosh, like yeah. You're like, oh, I'm getting a Google alert here. Whoa, what? Yeah, well, she's a stunning woman. And number two, Zendaya. Zendaya was only like 0.2 away from being number one. She's so pretty. Zendaya, you know her from Euphoria, yeah. Spider Man movies. Zendaya, she's, she's amazing. Yep. Ah, she is a beauty. Mm-hmm. And then Bella Hadid. Bella Hadid was number one for years. Is that the older one? That is Gigi Hadid's Which younger. Which one's dating Leonardo DiCaprio? Gigi. Okay. Bella is Gigi's younger sister. Okay. Bella Hadid is number three. Okay. And Beyonce is number four. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's a stunner. Oh, yes. Also on the list, and I totally, um, I was, I couldn't even focus watching Squid Game because Hoyeon Jung from Squid Game, who played, uh, you remember she was one of the main mm-hmm. characters, the character Kang Yang Sebok. Yep. Kang Se Byok. I know who, I know who you're talking about. She is also in the top 10. Mm. She's I, hot. I mean, there was lots of crazy stuff happening in that show, mm-hmm. but sometimes I couldn't even focus because I was so like, mesmerized by her. She was like crying and like snotty and yeah. you're like, you're still hot. Like that is yeah. the true, that's a test. Yes. Uh, Deepika Padokon is also on there from Bollywood and same, the first time I saw her first movie, mm-hmm. Om Shanti Om with uh, Shah Rukh Khan, right away I was like, this girl, this girl. And she's also on the list. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering who has the most attractive face overall out of the Liam list. Liam Hemsworth. It's who? I mean, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I, know. I mean, any of the Hemsworths. Beyonce. Really? Yeah, Beyonce, they say the face in general. It oh, goes this down. is going to send her ego through the roof. Ah, she's fine. Is she? Yeah, she's good. And what is next for Blake Shelton? I know you're wondering now that he's leaving the voice. Yeah, the boys around here drinking that ice cold but beer. Remember I told you there was this rumor that Blake Shelton was working on a new show? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the voice people were kind of like, hey, wait, what? what are you doing? But it's totally different. It, it looks like it is happening. It has been confirmed. It's going to be called Barmageddon, where it's going to be celebrities competing in bar games. Oh. You know what? It is going to be funny. You got to give them that. Imagine you got Leonardo DiCaprio, Chris Hemsworth playing bar games. You're not going to want to watch that. Okay, no offense, but there's no way he's getting that level of celebrity. You don't know there's, this. I will put money on it. Ten bucks that you'll never <laughs> see Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth or Leonardo DiCaprio You're on like, bar, what's it called? Barmageddon. Barmageddon. You only going to put ten bucks down only? Ten That's bucks. It? That's all, right. all I got, man. Uh, Giselle's emoji says so much. Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, Giselle Bunchen. Well, she said a lot without saying much at all. She recently commented on a post by Jay Shetty. If you don't know who Jay Shetty is, he's an English author. He's a former Hindu monk. I don't know if you know this. He was a monk at one time. Didn't he marry J-Lo? Yes, he officiated their wedding. When yeah. you say marry J-Lo, it sounds like he married oh, her. Oh, sorry. Yes, he officiated sure, Ben Affleck and J-Lo's wedding. He's a coach, a life coach. Anyhow, he put up a post that said, 
You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Okay. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. And Giselle commented with praying hands. Oh. The emoji, praying hands. You Tom know what Brady, that means. watch your back. Tom Brady, watch you your back. You know what that means. I'm Nira and that's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime. 94.5 virginradio.ca. Good morning. Everybody ready? You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Oh boy. Here we go again. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Can you whine about the wine? Like seriously, am I allowed to whine about the wine? Something happened in the studio last month. Last month, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine <laughs> being married to her. Uh-huh. It, it happened last month. Uh, our producer, Scott, you were actually brought into this. Remember uh, Holly asked me to give back something she gave me? Uh, yeah, like a hair dryer thing, right? A hair diffuser. Okay. For the Dyson. The Dyson hair diffuser. Holly gave it to me because I have naturally curly hair. Mm -hmm. She's like, here, you take it. And then I was so thankful. Mm -hmm. I think I brought you like food and gifts and stuff. No, you brought me nothing. You said thank you. Oh, please. Which is a gift enough because I'm a true friend. Keep going. Anyways, uh, then uh, about a couple of months later, she then says, no, actually, can I have the diffuser back? I went to Tofino and got all inspired by my beachy hair. And I was like, that's it. Beach waves for life, girl. I need that diffuser back. Yeah, so she asked me for back and yeah. I said, fine, <laughs> but you got to give me a bottle of wine for it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. <laughs> okay, it's been a month. Yeah. Scott, it's been a month. Yeah. I have not seen a bottle of wine yeah. and I want a wine for my wine and I'm like, wait, is this rude? Can I be saying, yes. can I can I say it to her or is this rude? Uh, I feel like in your guys' relationship, it's acceptable to say it because I've witnessed how, how you guys interact and mm, stuff. Uh-huh. But I think, a, like, <laughs> I was going to say I think a normal person, but that's not, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's I think fine, a normal, we're not normal. Like, I fine. wouldn't say that to somebody that I was not as, that as wasn't as close as you two are. Mm. Yeah, and also, I gave the diffuser back. Yeah. yeah. I gave her the diffuser but over a month work. ago. But it didn't work. Okay, now News she's trash. trying to, no, she's yeah. trying to use too straight. No, no, now she's trying to use the fact that the diffuser isn't doing what she thought it was yeah, going to do. But not. I gave it back even though technically I now own it. You gave it to me. I wasn't borrowing it from you. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Ha, huh, now you owe me wine." You're like, "Ha, yeah, totally." But I don't mm-hmm. see the wine. I, I I would like my bottle. You want to know what my problem is? No. Okay. Actually, no, I don't. With you. (laughs) You don't, you sure? Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. It is being called the ultimate lower mainland flex. And Nira, you're doing it right now. You are flexing so big. I am? For living in the lower mainland. This is amazing. Me? The ultimate lower mainland flex is... Having more than two kids <laughs> and living here. Come on! Oh my God! <laughs> How are you doing it? Right? Damn, girl! Mm-hmm. You know that's what people are thinking. You're like, hey, I'm Nira, and I have three kids. Everyone's yes. like, ah, how's she doing? Must it? be nice. No, it's true. I did that yesterday. I was talking to a mom who has four kids, and I was oh looking at God. her, going, "How is she doing it?" How are you affording it? I don't understand. That's what I thought of the mom of four. (laughs) I was looking at the mom of four going, how are you doing this? 
How are you doing this? Not realizing that the mom of three is also looking like the flexor too. That's right. And it's hard, man. It's so hard. <laughs> I mean, we constantly talk about needing a side hustle and like, it's no joke. It's like no I joke. looked at my bank account yesterday. I'm like, the only fans joke that we have going is becoming a reality. Only fans? Like we might yeah. have to do it. Yeah. Like, we I, might have to. I think, I think my husband Gary, he's fine with it. I think my husband but no, is all about we it. We have lots of rules. I mean, I have lots of rules about only fans if we need a side hustle, but when it comes down to the amount of children, and when you look at someone who has one child or two ch- or two children, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, oh, like th- that. It's a giant, a giant jump, especially when you're going out for dinner. Oh, dude, we went for sushi last week. I could not believe how expensive the bill was, mm-hmm. and that's like really good for you food. You know, the sashimi, yeah. the nigiri. Like, you want your kids to really enjoy it. You want your kids to be like, I'd like another. Well, and we have good food. We have good sushi here. I know. And I was like, are you sure you want another? They're like, yes. I'm like, are you sure? You're like, does it have to be nigiri? They're like, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I won't eat that much then. Like, because it's so expensive. Wow. I know. I'm like, I'm fine with just one one piece of that rule. That's why people who have more than two kids, are everyone's like, <laughs> flexing. I'm flexing. Yeah. Do you not see the stress on my face? I actually have noticed. It's flexing. Do you see this? <laughs> Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. How gas is ruining relationships. Gas. <laughs> like, a gas? At the pump. Uh. A friend of mine is in a situation where she did offer the help. I'm going to put it right out there. She offered the help. Okay. There's another mom, kind of sort of in her neighborhood, but a little bit out of the way, that she has offered help to, to get the kids home from school. Okay. She's, she's helping out another mom because of her job. Totally. It's like, okay, yes. Community. I'll do the pickups. I got them. I got it. No problem. But uh, realizing that it is really kind of out of her way mm-hmm. to go out and then to come back. You know, the gas price is getting so high. It's a lot of money. It is. What I really want to see is the She noticed a big jump. Like, she noticed, like, how much now she has Who to... Who didn't? Like, in, in how much she has to fill up now, right? Right. By doing this for the mom. Can she ask for gas money? Oh. Can she? No. <laughs> Straight up. You can't offer to help somebody and then be like, and then can I have gas money? Well, it's all of a sudden. And don't let everyone... Yes, the gas prices have dropped, but 192.9, guys, is not cheap gas. But now we and our brains are like, cheap gas. I know. That seems dirt cheap to me. And she's been doing it. And and she wants to be this good person, but she's like, holy smokes, it really actually is taking a toll on my gas budget. Okay, now, the woman that she's helping out and picking her kids up or dropping them off or whatever she's doing, has this woman, like, flipped her a bottle of wine or like, oh, here's a Starbucks gift card or like anything or what? Nothing like that yet, but she is so grateful. Like, she's like, thank you so much for helping me out. This is really like, yeah. I'd love to take you out for dinner one day. Or, I'd love or to, I'll like, take your kids. That's good. Or, But she works. She just can't. She can't offer right. that right now in her life. And this friend of mine totally understands. So that's mm-hmm. why she's stepping up. And she's like, oh my gosh, she really is taking a toll. Mm-hmm. Can I be like, hey, like 20 bucks a month? Like, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> And also, that gets you nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. It'll get you, like, what, a leader? Honestly, this sounds terrible. I'm going to say, I do do good things in the world, but this is why... You don't. I... This is why you don't want to be a good person. 
Because it always comes back to you. Don't you, do you find that? Isn't that a song in Wicked? No good deed goes unpunished? I don't know. I guess so, yes. You're into musicals? No good deed goes I, unpunished? I, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I saw a Wicked. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the main. No good deed goes okay. unpunished. Well, very good, Nira. <laughs> right? Broadway, here she comes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. The Nira Aurora marriage advice. And what does it have to do with the iconic Celine Dion? Because I have no idea. Please don't interrupt Celine. Oh, I'm sorry. The queen. <laughs> Nira has been married the longest on this show. You've been married for 19 years? Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You seem happy. <laughs> Thanks. And Nira, you gave me unsolicited marriage advice the other day. You didn't even, like, I didn't ask you for it. You didn't even know you gave it to me. I did? And it has to do with Celine Dion. I did? You're Celine Dion in your marriage. Okay. Celine Dion doesn't talk every other day to save her voice. Right. And Nira the other day was like, you know what? Gary's so good. Like, my husband Gary, like, he'll just say to me, he'll just look at me. Let's have a no talk day. Or do you say to him, let's have a no talk day? Yeah, we're just like, we need to have a no talking day today. You realize based just on your tone, your attitude, the vibe in the house, you're like, you know what? Today is the for the for the good of our family. Yes. It's let's not, not talk. Let's not talk. Let's not interact too much because it's just not it's not going to go well. And we both can feel it. So it's like, oh, we need a space and no talking day today. You you are Celine Dion in your marriage. <laughs> she doesn't talk every other day. You talk. I mean, how often do you have okay. not talk days? Okay, so she doesn't talk every other day to preserve her voice. That's right. Because her voice is so precious to her. To us. To the nation. To the world. Okay. So Gary and I are actually, you're right, creating these no talk days to preserve our marriage. Sure, you go. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody can have an honest moment where they just know you and your partner just ain't vibing. It's one of those days where you guys are just slightly off, where everything you're saying they're not taking the right way, or what they say you're not taking the right way it just isn't working. Yeah, you, you've said to me before too, like my husband Gary, like I don't like him right now, but I love him. Yes, I love him, but do we like every day? No, it's so real. It is so real. That's real life. You can't pretend everything is rainbows mm-hmm. and what is it? Unicorns. Unicorns yeah. and like, you know, gold coins coming out of your potty. Like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gold coins coming out of your potty. Wow. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you heard of the happy warning? No. The happy warning. Now, this. I'm going to give you the disclaimer. For those who are happy all the time, you may not be happy about this. <laughs> Something, I guess, we're going to call the happy warning because Sia, you know Sia, we love Sia, one of the best voices, honestly, in music Of world. all time. Sia, if you really think about her music... It's intense. Oh, yeah. It's got feelings. It's got emotion. It has got pain. Sia says that her 
being in the business, she was straight up told over and over and over again and given the happy warning by executives in the business. The executives straight up told her, no one wants you to be happy. No one wants you to make a happy album. If you want to succeed, see ya. Keep doing it the way you're doing it. Give us the raw. Give us the pain. Give us the hardcoreness of your music, your voice, your insight, your soul. And they want dark. They don't want rainbows. They're like, the world doesn't want happy. No. The world wants the sadness and the pain. And Sia's like, so that's why I do it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Honest to God. Thank you, Sia. Yeah. You know Chandelier? Okay. <laughs> When I'm like in a mood, I put this on and I, in my mind, I'm swinging from a chandelier, very dramatically crying, swinging, dark. She straight up says in this interview, she said, can you believe that they told me that people would be upset if I was happy in my songs? And I was like, yes, I can believe that. It's the happy warning. No, we don't, I don't, who really wants too much happiness? I feel like happiness suits certain artists and people. Yeah, but... How much do you want of that, though, is the question. We want to be happy mm-hmm. as humans. But when someone, I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. If someone around you is too happy, do you wonder what's wrong sometimes? Do you wonder what's going on? Every time I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> if someone is too happy. If I don't see any realness from somebody, yeah, I'm like, what's happening? What are you masking? What's, what's really going on? But is it them just doing work on themselves and we're the issue? I mean, no doubt you and I have issues. For sure. Yes. But I feel like we're, aren't we real? Maybe we're too real? That could be the issue within our issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having the, sometimes too much of the realness kind of comes out. So maybe we should, like you, happiness, of course you want it. Yeah, you want it. You want to feel it. But I will be honest. When someone is too, too, too much, it's like, okay, something. what's what's going on here? I also hope that people don't think that's actually how life is. Like, nobody on this planet is 100% happy all the time. Or are they happy within themselves that they can showcase it from the inside out? I guess so. But Sia, it's like, there's a reason. Yeah. Why we don't get happy songs from her is because mm-hmm. ki- apparently we don't want it. So she's blaming us for her not coming out with happy songs. Again, thank you. See ya. Thank you, Sia. We appreciate <laughs> your not realness. Yes. <laughs> Holly and Nira.